inspiration, hard times, in conversations, no one should ever love me like you do. Sometimes, my bad decisions defy my false suspicions, no one should ever love me like you do. Welcome to the Preserve and Eliminate podcast, where my dad, Nick Benson, and Justin Moss talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world. Hey, what's up, everyone? We're back. Uh, Preserve and Eliminate podcast. I'm Nick Benson, and uh, here with my brother, Justin Moss, and uh, we just want to thank you for for tuning in uh, another episode. Uh, this is episode five, and um, we wanted to talk about why it's important to us uh, to vote uh, and why we think um, it's not only important, but it's kind of uh, it's it's a duty of ours. And we just um, kind of want to just jump right into it, um, Justin uh, on. In, in your your opinion, you know we, we're not gonna we're not gonna only put this on you, but what, in your opinion, why is it important um, to vote? First of all, I want to point out that you said the word duty. Yes, I did say duty. <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> all right, we're not saying duty no more. I just said it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Um, in all seriousness, it's very important to vote. Um, it, it's your opportunity to make your voice heard. Um, it's your opportunity to kind of steer uh, the way that our country's going. Your elected officials are the ones that you're putting forth saying, this is who I believe in to lead our country. And there's further implications because of the, the direction that our country's going in. Um, but, you know, a lot of people have said that I don't know if my vote counts. I don't know. Does it really matter? And it does. Because, you know, if a million people say that, then that's a million votes that we can say that didn't count. But if all those million people did vote, it would have it would have counted. It would have it would have mattered. They could have swayed something. So it's very important to vote. It's our Christian duty to vote because we have an obligation to um, to uphold um, what we believe in as far as our beliefs. Uh, And part of our beliefs can be um, portrayed in our actions. And part of our actions are being submissive to our government, but also taking part in what we're supposed to and what we're called to do. And in a democratic society, a demo- we have the opportunity to vote. So you know, it's, it's important for each and every person um, to take advantage of that opportunity yeah. um, and to do your research because it's important that the people that you nominate are who you believe in. We have to vote our conscience, right? Pastor says that um, a lot, especially recently. Mm-hmm. But you want to vote your conscience. Yeah. And, you know, what your conscience is um, should align with biblical values. And if you put those two together, um, it's not hard <laughs> to vote, right? Yeah. It's not hard to pick who you want to vote for. It's not hard to, to think about, you know, who the correct candidates are, mm-hmm. especially if you do some research, right? A, a, a small amount of research goes, goes a long way to find out who those candidates are that will align closest to your values. Um, and then therein, you will be voting your conscience. Yeah, so I'm um, not only an opportunity, but but a privilege. You know, like a, a, mm-hmm. definitely a, a privilege we have here in our country to be able to cast that vote. You know, to, to have to have a say in um, in standing up for what you believe in. You know, and and I can't help but think of the the saying, you know, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And I and I and I agree with that even more than ever nowadays because. It's easy to get swayed, and, and if you're, you know, just being a sail in the wind, you'll be pushed and, and tossed in, in all kinds of directions. So we have to be able to stand on something firm, which that's, you know, for, for me, and I know for you too, that's our, our belief in Jesus and, and our biblical, mm-hmm. like, uh, viewpoint on, on how we live, how we instruct our family to live, and how we expect um, 
them to live as well because mm-hmm. we're trying to lead them in that right that right path you know and, and by our example so uh if if voting is a is a duty <laughs> that word again if if voting <laughs> is a duty of ours uh, you know as a as a as a citizen of the united states and also as a um a christian you know we, we should um we should stand up for what we believe in and do our part you know like we we have that right to say what we um, believe and also stand behind what we believe and we have that right so we should take advantage of that right you know don't don't take it for granted which for me I did for for many years you know I didn't the, from turning to the age uh, to, to vote to you know to, to just not thinking it was that big of a deal kind of overlooking it thinking i had more important things to do thinking i didn't have time to do it every excuse in the book um and then yeah then finally kind of it hit me where i was like oh man there's a there's not only a it's not just something i need to do it's not something they they're telling me to do it's actually something that i should do you know and it's 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 just a way of standing up for 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 your freedom and that we're we're allowed to have you know and, mm-hmm. and if we don't vote and keep that around then we're not going to have a freedom to do so and things will change even more than they already have and and even my lifetime you know mm-hmm. so um so yeah voting definitely nowadays more than ever is is important to me for sure it's your duty eh? it is my duty it's your duty number two <laughs> <laughs> I, I i think you brought up a good point especially when when you're younger you have a different view of the world. And as as we get older, that view kind of changes your interest. And then especially when you have kids, you realize there's more than just me uh, at stake here. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you, you, you brought that up because showing our kids that this is what you do is important, right? Mm-hmm. You, you vote because that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Showing people around you as a Christian man, this is this is what you do. This is what Christian men do is extremely important as well um, because, you know, if you cut a path, somebody's going to follow it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And we have to be mindful of that yeah. as, right? Yeah. We have to be mindful of that as, as Christian men because we have an obligation, you know, to, I should call it an opportunity, but also an obligation to vote because if you look at the state our country is in right now, if, if, if you're okay with it, then don't vote, mm-hmm. right? Because it, it, it can just continue. If you're not okay with it, then you need, you need to take this opportunity to vote mm-hmm. um, to change the direction that our, that our country's going. And it's, in my personal opinion, there's a moral decay that has been happening that you can almost put your finger on the pulse and see it fading, mm-hmm. right? And it's quite unfortunate, but we have an opportunity to vote and change that, yeah. right? If we vote in the people that we believe will make those changes that we want. And that's why you're encouraged to do, do your research uh, on the candidates, whether it's your city, whether it's, you know, your county, um, whether it's a state or, you know, the federal level of the government, um, it's definitely important that we do we do our research. So presidential debate's a big one, right? So that's, yeah. a, that's a big uh, hot topic right now. But there's also things that are taking place in our local municipalities that we have to be aware of. Which are probably equally or if not more important for your own community and what's around you, you know, so even baby steps are progress right Mm -hmm. you know so like even if you're say we're not gonna you know this vote this 2020 is not gonna get um you know bible back in schools you know it's Mm -hmm. not gonna get people doing the pledge of allegiance again people you know like they're that kind of stuff's not gonna just flip a switch and be different you know because donald trump is in president or in uh, he's our president again Mm -hmm. but but at the same time if we make those like you're saying, if the voting across the board, not just the presidency, but also all the way down, if we start voting and swaying, even if it's baby steps, at least it's baby steps towards something that's better than what, you know, the direction that we're going in. Like you said, you've mentioned, like you've seen a decay. I've seen a decay. I'm sure my parents have seen it, you know, mm-hmm. and then the older the generations are, they've seen it because I feel like, you know, in the last, you know, whatever, 40 years, like it, the United States is is way different than what it was even forty years ago, much less what it was founded on. You know, right? And that's f- 
fully under attack now that we see you know like it's mm. um, all that stuff is under attack and 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 in question because they're trying to uh, erase even that stuff to try to rebuild something new you know or try or try to you know trying to change it yeah and you you brought up two things um you know, obviously how our country has uh has has gone in our lifetimes right i have a question for you though. are we in the same generation nick Depends. Okay. We'll get to that. That's for another podcast. Yeah. Nick and I will hash that out. <laughs> yeah, because... Yeah, yeah, that's all right, Nick. You were 70s. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> hey! I said another, another episode. Sorry, sorry, What's sorry. wrong with you? 80s babies. <laughs> right? <laughs> what if I'm late 70s? Yeah. Can it's I be good. in the 80s? No! <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, but uh, in all seriousness, like we have the opportunity to vote people in that can start that change that can be those catalysts look at the supreme court yeah. right if donald trump is able to get um who he nominated into the supreme court he will have turned the supreme court into a conservative supreme court yeah. if he doesn't yeah. and it gets held off and then he loses then the supreme court will look a little bit different mm -hmm. right and the implications for that are huge because that's the highest level that we have um, from our judicial judicial branch and they basically have the final say on some of these things that make it to their level. And obviously, you know, the hot, the hot topic for us would be, you know, the, the Roe v. Wade, right, the abortion bill um, that got passed, right? And, and abortion is such a passionate thing for me. And we, we've talked about this multiple times, right? Um, and I still forgot the guy's name. Seth Gruber. Seth Gruber. I almost said Zach Gruber, but I think it's it's I'm pretty sure it's I, I Seth Gruber. I wanted to say Zach. You might be right. Wait, Seth Gruber. Mr. Gruber. Yeah, Mr. Gruber. <laughs> Mr. Came to Gruber our church. <laughs> came to our church. Hooked us up. Uh, and gave a great message on what 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 abortion looks like. Uh, even showed a video that was extremely graphic. And if you are for some reason um, pro-choice, I encourage you to go. Go watch that video and then let me know afterwards. Come hit me up and let me know if you're still pro-choice. <laughs> it won't catch me watching that video. Right. Um, but that video gives some context and a visualization to what abortion is and how wrong it is. And it truly is infanticide. Yeah. Um, and, and, and if that were to make it up to the Supreme Court again, yeah. like those are the you want to think about who's going to make that vote, who's going to make that decision. Just this, final that final vote, that yeah. final decision, um, and stuff like that is that's why it's so important. Because if you don't vote, you can't complain. Whatever they come down. Now, if you do vote, mm -hmm. at least you tried. Yeah. At least you participated in the democratic process that, that that elected the people that made the decision and nominated for who was going to be on the Supreme Court. You don't get that option yeah. if you don't vote. And the same thing goes for any other elected official. The, the decisions that they're making and the bills that they're putting forth. Because if you don't do your research and find out where they stand and who they are and what they believe in and vote somebody else that is opposite of what your mm -hmm. um, conscience is or what your beliefs are, then you're part of that, right? If you do your research, though, you get to be um, that portion of change, yeah. right? You get to have a say in, in, in who that is. And I know a lot of people look at their number, like I'm only one person, my vote doesn't matter. But if enough people do it, it does matter. Yeah. And that's why it's so important. And not because of um, uh, the, how can I put this? Not because of the parades that are, that are taking place of telling everybody, you need to vote, everybody go vote, right? There was a, <laughs> there was a commercial that just had, it just said, um, now is the time, is what the word said. And then it just showed, like, vote. Which I thought, okay, that's cool, yeah. but obviously, as we know, there's always a, a, an agenda or a message behind that. You mentioned um, how all, all over the NBA, there's, you know, vote, 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 yeah. vote, right? But you can't, you can't, this is going to sound bad, but I'm just going to say it because it's our podcast, yeah, Nick. This is, this is us. Um, you can't say, um, you can't say that Black Lives Matter and then look what Black Lives Matter stands for. Do your research, look what it stands for, and then tell somebody to vote. Right, because you're basically saying vote the way we tell you to vote yeah. because this is what matters. Yeah. You can't, you know, that's a that's a that's a subliminal message, a hidden message that's telling you to vote for a specific party, right? But you need to do your research and vote your conscience and vote who's going to align with your beliefs, mm -hmm. right? Because that's important. 
Yeah, and for so many years, that's I feel like why I didn't vote was because I felt like it didn't make a difference. There was no impact. You know, like living in California, it is what it is. Uh, so many powers to be are going to be the way that they are, no matter what I do or, you know, why would I waste my time on something like that? But, um, you know, years later and kind of just more, just being probably getting older, probably one thing, but also knowing <laughs> who is also watching me, you know, we do have to lead by that example. So, um, I don't want my kids growing up to think and taking that for for granted, you know, because it is a privilege to vote and it is uh, something that really matters. But also there was people, you know, men and women that, that sacrificed everything to give us um, even that right to, to do that, you know, to vote, right. to give us that freedom to, to be able to cast a vote rather than just being, you know, uh, what what other, other countries in the world deal with. You know, they have all right. different types of... Uh, governments and, right. and hierarchies and everything else going on that mm -hmm. we uh thankfully don't have to deal with and i think maybe it goes along maybe a lot of people don't maybe they think the grass is greener on the other side which i mean, I mean how could you though <laughs> because sometimes when you when you've like for me I, I i think of it as like a travel thing like a lot of people don't realize what people have to deal with outside of california as far as weather goes like we don't Right. We don't get weather here in Southern California, so ultimately we're spoiled and we just don't know it. Right. Because when you go back east and have to deal with a, a winter or much less a summer, you know, like we think we got harsh summers here because it gets triple digits. Well, it still gets triple digits there, but it's also triple digit humidity, you know, so like <laughs> it's a different hot. Right. Um, um, so it's, I think people just get that mentality where they're like, oh, well, this is this way, but it could be another way where – Actually, the world's not perfect, so it's not going to be that perfect way you're you're picturing, you know. So, so the farther you keep going down that, oh, I could make it better, could make it better. It's like your 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 human efforts probably making it worse, you know. Mm -hmm. Like so, uh, as humans, we have the right to vote, but at the, at the same time, uh, we don't have the right to to play God in 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 any way, you know, shape or form. So. Uh, I don't know. It's just to me, it's so important to to be able to have that voice and stand for what you believe in, and be able to to cast a to cast your your belief where other people are going to cast their beliefs, and they're actually going to shove it down your throat, you mm -hmm. know, like all day, every day. Where this is our one chance to, you know, to put it this way: if you're not willing to stand up for what you believe in in in, in front of people, at, at the very least, do it in your voting because that's like actually a, a, a way of public testimony, you know, like it's mm -hmm. a way of actually standing up and being a witness without ha necessarily having to do it with people staring at you, you know, like at least you can do it anonymously for the most part, you know, and, and not have to worry about, but, but at the same time, stand up for something, you know, like stand up for, um, maybe, maybe you won't have to deal with it, but stand up for something that your kids are going to deal with, or maybe you're, nephews or nieces if you don't have kids or mm -hmm. or just the future generation in, in in general you know yeah that's a that's a good point too right especially it's an it is anonymous yeah you get to go in that little booth or mail in your ballot however you want to do it but it is for for all intents and purposes it is anonymous yeah uh, and you get the opportunity to truly vote like what your conscience is what you believe in um, you know, for us, right, it's going to be, you know, grounded in our faith, yeah. our belief, our belief in Jesus Christ being our Savior, um, but also for how we can create a society that is somewhat aligned with our beliefs. Yeah. And, and that's a hard thing to do. That's a hard thing to ask, right, in a secular world uh, to get people that don't want to hear Jesus <laughs> or don't care, right, um, but to see the value in in what our beliefs are, um, but you're right. You get to do that in private. You know that's 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 your decision. The encouragement we have is just to actually physically go out and vote, whether you do mail-in ballot or however you want to do it, but to go out and vote. Yeah. You know, it's not so that your voice can be heard and that mm. you know so you can do all these uh, whatever's being propagandized right now, mm. but really to try to make you know the change in our country that we need. 
because yeah. we're not headed in a good in a good path, right? When 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 you see things about defunding the police, when you see things um, about like we talked about abortion, um, when 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 you see that some of these movements that are taking place that are um, that are causing more problems than they are helping anything, mm-hmm. right? When the solution seems to be violence and then opportunistic rather than sitting down and actually talking about things and having, you know, having leaders solve problems. Like, no problems are being solved right now, mm-hmm. right? We're just kind of blame shifting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we should vote people in that are willing to step up to those, to each of those scenarios that we mentioned before mm-hmm. or instances uh, and not be, and not be in a combative nature, but fix them, solve them, yeah. right? I mean, you and I know that we could pray yeah. and our God is faithful. But some people obviously don't have that. They don't have that. They don't have that. So I think that's that's really important. So there's there's some things you could do to help yourself out to arm yourself with information. Um, so there's voter guides. Um, there's uh, websites and stuff that we'll give you later on in the podcast towards the end, so so that you have those. But definitely, you know, do your research. Prepare yourself for what this election has to come. Not only for the presidential side of it, but all the way down. Um, because each person that, that we have an opportunity to put into office via our vote um, is going to affect our, our, our future, our kids' future, like you mentioned, yeah. right? Yeah, 100%. And that's, um, I mean, it, it makes me, we were saying a little bit earlier about just the freedom and, and, and how uh, everything around is kind of violent and, mm-hmm. and things like that, where I had a, a quote highlighted, and it was just a kind of a definition of the word free will, and uh, it says freedom without rules is anarchy, not liberty, mm-hmm. where people kind of, kind of lately have been confusing those, you know, like taking, uh, say, like a, a protest for an example, they think that's like a, like a liberty of theirs, but mm-hmm. when you're destroying stuff and things like that, that's actually not a liberty, you don't have liberty to destroy property and stuff when right. protesting you right know? so that's actually a form of anarchy if you think about it you know so um and that's like you know we can spiderweb down that that for another time probably but i just feel like that's where a lot of the confusion from the media comes in where they're pushing an agenda saying you should take the liberty to stand up and speak your mind and do these things but they're their direction of that is not it's more of a worldly view Mm -hmm. that's leading us down that you know down to that decay that you were talking about earlier where uh where we need to kind of be that that light or salt you know the whole whole point of bringing it like yeah so we we need to (laughs) to preserve and we need to preserve and illuminate our um you know our country our beliefs our our values our morals a lot of that all that are yeah all of it is under attack right now i feel like across the board 100 percent, absolutely our 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 faith is under attack our, our country is under attack from from internal um okay. internal enemies yeah um and you can't you can't deny that mm-hmm. I, I mean i don't i don't know even people that would disagree with our beliefs yeah. even people that disagree with our positions even people that would disagree with um with anything that we would put on the table can agree that we're not headed in the right path. Yeah. And it's odd because if everybody agrees on that, right, but there's only one way that you could really fix it, mm-hmm. right, but nobody wants to talk about that, Yeah. right? Nobody wants to sit at that table. Yeah. No one wants to offend nobody. I'm offended that you're offended, They're Nick. offended that I'm offended. <laughs> it's too, I mean, that, I mean, and that's, that's something that we've created. Right, you know, that, from a society that, standpoint, from a society standpoint, yeah. because that's even going into the council culture thing, where you can't say or do anything without offending someone. And it's like, okay, when is enough enough? You know, when is when are we going to remove feelings from from having to make a real decision? You know, mm. because if we're just always in our feelings, then you know, no one like you're not going to please everybody. Right, and saying things about our president or attacking our government and you're not voting or even if you did vote and you're just upset because it didn't go your way you're actually kind of dividing the the united states of america too because you're kind of being that attacker from within yep because 
ultimately Trump is president till you know he's either voted out or whatever. So you like him or not, you should ride with him because he's our president, and this is the country we live in. We should be proud of that. Right. But now it's like weird to be even be proud to be an American. Think about that. It's weird. Yeah. There's it's, two. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. There's two things you said that were that were that were good. The dividing. That's what the enemy does. Yeah. He divides so that he can conquer. Totally. Right. He, he divides so that he can conquer. And those attacks from within are are. I'm not gonna say self-inflicted, but we 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 let it happen. Mm-hmm. Right. We let it happen. And if if we can't be proud to be an American, yeah. like that's one of the saddest things you could ever you could ever say. I was talking to a guy yesterday um, that we used to work together. He's actually my old boss, and uh, he was he was telling me about a conversation that he was having with his son, and he's just he's he's his mind is blown because his son's like, America's not a good country. Mm. And I got. I should probably say he served in the military. Oh man! So he, you know, he. It, it took every ounce of you know restraint for him not to, you know, to beat his own kid up, yeah. right? Because he's like, what, "What do you mean? I, yeah. I went to war for this country. Yeah, what do you mean? Sweat and blood for this, right?" So, but it's it's kind of a, a a mentality on some levels with some people that this isn't a good country. And if you think that, like I, you know, I encourage you go 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 to Russia. Let me know if you make it back. Yeah. Right, go go to China. Make sure you bust out your Bible. They're, they're happy about those over there. <laughs> you know, so it, it's it's. Are we perfect? No, mm-hmm. no. Are we ever going to be? No, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. You could go down to history. We're tearing down statues of people right now because because of our imperfections, right? Yeah. But the fact is, none of that changes the future. None of it. Mm-hmm. None of that changes the future. If we vote, that that can change the future. Yeah. That could be that 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 catalyst moment that we could change. But you you feeling that our country isn't 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 good, that's a shame. Seeing people you know burning flags, that's just that breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mean, I can't believe that we would get to that that point where it's okay. I mean, when I grew up, like you revered the flag, yeah. right? The flag was something that was it was important. You know, it, it had to be it had to be hang, hung the right way. It was never to touch, touch the ground. The ground yeah. But to see people in the streets, you know, burning the American flag, I guarantee you, twenty years ago, thirty years ago, like you, you you'd get a beat down. Yeah, they got hunted down. Right, yeah. you, you'd get a beat down for doing something like that. So you know, to see that, fast forward to where we are now, you could see the, the depravity of our society and how <laughs> I'm serious, right? How yeah. bad, how bad it is. And that's why it's, it's just so important for us to do some research, pay attention, find out who these people that are going to align with our values and do our best um, as Christians to try to vote those people in. Yeah, spend, yeah, spend the extra couple minutes to do the research and study and, and um, you know, like we were saying, using the voter's guide and, mm-hmm. and uh, even, you know, even bringing up the, the abortion side, like, you know, for mm. for me, that's that's a hands down no brainer on the voting side of things. Because I, if you're if you're if your policies are pro choice, I'm not gonna vote for you. You know, right. and I just I can't I can't. It's just it's too deep of a of a visual of a knowledge of a just just a disgusting point to think. Especially after the video that you're talking about, where where oh. the set where he come come and came and share. His message was amazing, but the video was was graphic, and it was basically what happens during or through the abortion process in different stages. Um, I made it about five seconds in and couldn't watch anymore. Um, I think it was like a minute and something long, you know. But it was just graphic, real visuals of what happens or transpires in those in that process and. And like you were saying, like if you are pro-choice, go watch that video and then and then, then let's talk. Yeah. But I think a lot of that even may not even resonate to some people because of how numb we are to grossness because of uh, movies and video games and things of how mm. how they've dumbed that down even you know. Right. But when you've had kids or you have kids, I think your 
your way of thinking on that, even that pro-life versus pro-choice changes and is, is totally biased. Like yeah. you can't, you can't choose pro-choice after having kids, in my opinion. I mean, maybe people will argue with me like, and I'm down to talk about that because I feel like for me, that's kind of a touchy one because it, we're talking kids here and they, mm-hmm. you know, they have, especially from the, the moment of conception, they, they are now alive, you know, and, yeah. and, and they have every right to breathe just like anyone else. And if that is taken away from them because of someone's decision, um, it just isn't, isn't, uh, it's actually gross, but it's just isn't fair either. You know, like it's, a I can't even really put those that into words too much because it's just so, you know, having four kids myself, it's it's just hard to imagine that someone would make that decision. But then even the people that perform those things, it's even even more difficult to to fathom. You know. Yeah, and that's that's a tough thing. If you've ever held one of your own kids in your hands, yeah. like you know, like you do anything, you do anything for them, yeah. and then. You know, I don't know how people can separate themselves from that on any level, um, let alone, like you mentioned, participate in it. Yeah. And I do feel sorry for those people. We do need to pray for them yeah. um, because they are lost. Yeah. You know, if, if, yeah, I'm if, not condemning them, but at the yeah. same time, it's like, man. It's that, that, yeah, it, it, and you're right. It is Seth. So we, we, I, I look it up. It's Seth. Seth His name is Seth. Yeah. So look him you, up. He's awesome. Yeah, for sure. And mm-hmm. if you get it, if, 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 if for some reason – you are uh, pro-choice, then uh, I do encourage you, man. Go, go watch that video mm-hmm. and then hit your boy up. Yeah, let me know. Let's let, talk. Let me know right, let's talk. Let me <laughs> let me know how that goes. <laughs> All right, so um, I wanna I wanna share some scripture real quick. Um, we're gonna be in Titus, Titus chapter three, and uh, we're gonna read verses one through seven. And uh, we. The men's small groups are going to be going through Titus, so I was kind of reading through Titus a couple of times. Uh, and this really stuck out, not only because we're going to talk about voting, but even from um, how we look at who we were and where we're going, which is basically what we're looking at as we're going to vote. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so again, Titus chapter 3, looking at verse 1, it says, Remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities, to obey, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to be peaceable, gentle, showing all humil- humility to all men. For we ourselves were also once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But when the kindness of the love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, He saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that having been justified by his grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. So there's a lot, a lot, a lot to unpack there, okay? But if we look at, you know, the the catalyst moment of these, these little portion of verses, that word but, so if we look at before in verse 3, it says, For we ourselves were once, right? We were foolish. We were disobedient. We were deceived. We were serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice, envy, hateful, and hating one another. That was us BC, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's also our country. <laughs> our country right now, yeah. right? If you, if you look at it, right? We're foolish, right? We're disobedient. We are deceived, right? Our country is serving various lusts and pleasures, right? We're living in malice and envy and hateful and hating one another. But when the kindness of the love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, right? Because this isn't a works-based faith, right? There's nothing we could do, which we have done. But according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. So that was that little but, right? But this is who we are, right? We've we, we've been saved. We have a relationship, mm-hmm. right? We know that Jesus Christ is our Savior. And because of that, we have to vote our conscience, yeah. right? If we're able to show people, like, this is what you should do. This is what Christian men look like. This is why you should vote. Mm-hmm. Not because every commercial that you see says vote, <laughs> yeah. right? Not because... 
you know, your voice is going to get heard if you vote. That's mm-hmm. not the case because it's a, you know, it's a hidden ballot. Nobody knows what you did. Nobody heard your voice. Yeah. But it's because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. It's because we're called to do that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're, we, we have this opportunity to do some research, to look at who, who we want to vote for. If that person's the right candidate, do they align with our values? Are we voting our conscience? And if we could check those, each of those off and then cast our ballot, we could we could make a change in our country, right? Yeah. We could steer our country right. We could quiet some of this madness that's taking place, yeah. right? But if we don't, we we don't have a, we don't have room to say anything. Yeah. We have no room to talk. We have no room to complain. We just have to accept what it is. Win or lose doesn't really matter. Yeah. We we do have to vote. Yeah. God's going to put in office who He wants in office, right? Yeah. God is sovereign. This is His plan. This is we just have to submit to that. But we also have to, as Christian men and women, go out and vote. You yeah. have to go out and vote. And even the last part of that, it says that having been justified by His grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. So no matter what happens, our eyes have to be focused on the eternal, mm-hmm. right? Not what's, not what's in front of us, yeah. right? But while you have a chance, right, whether we're serving in ministry, whether we're voting, Whatever chance we have, we should we should capitalize on it, right? Because God will use somebody else, like you mentioned, right? Yeah. And we want to be used by God, so we have to do that. Yeah, I like and it just in verse one too. I like how it says, uh, "Remind the believers to submit, you know, to the government and officials." But it says they should be obedient, always ready to do what is good, you know. And that's you know, as Christians, as believers. We should be obedient and always yeah. ready to do what is good, you know. And and uh, voting is a good thing, you know. Like like if we can vote our conscience or what we believe in, and if we we believe in uh, the good over the evil, then we're doing what is good by voting for it, you yeah. know. So it's just as easy as that. And my and it's just I try to put things kind of simplified and and for for my way of thinking. It is good to vote. It's a privilege to vote. Why not do it? Why not spend that, you know, 10, 30 minutes to do a little research on certain key things? Use the voter guide. The voter guide is not going to tell you, like, every single thing to vote for. It's going to be kind of like some, uh, you know, just some, like, helpful ones, kind of mm-hmm. the bigger ones probably. A lot of the times they're going to they're gonna point you in those directions. Um, but, it, you know, when you're when you are voting, if you're voting – what you believe in, then you know you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna do pretty well, I think, in that point. And at least you're gonna cast your vote either way. And that's where it matters, yeah. right? That's where it matters because, like you said, that obedience is following what God wants us to do, yeah. and then you know below that is what the government wants to just asks us to do or commands us to do. You know, however you want to look at it. Um, but that's part of that. That verse two is like you mentioned that obedience. We have to be obedient, be faithful and obedient, and we submit to our our, our, our government because we're called to, right? Mm-hmm. You know, render to Caesar what is Caesar's, yeah. right? So we have to. And ultimately, ultimately, God's you know working in and through this, and He's going to turn mm-hmm. anything that could be bad for good, anyways. You know, so um, I think He's using this time to. To kind of expose that too, you know, a lot of the evil right. deeds I think are kind of being exposed. Maybe some slower than others, but I, I feel like I feel like the light is being exposed on this on the dark, the dark corners and dark edges where even people that were on that other side of the fence are now kind of like more on this side. You mm-hmm. know, like it's kind of even swayed there, and they, you know, the people I'm thinking in my head aren't even actually Christians. You know, like it's just they're normal secular worldly people that I you know say like I work with they don't necessarily believe in the same thing I believe in mm-hmm. but some of their beliefs contradict with what the left side is saying so now they're leaning more towards the right in voting you know so um, so it's kind of interesting to me because we're we're gonna give our perspective from like a Christian standpoint but right. even from like outside of that, other people are being uh, kind of enlightened on what's really going on in some of these things. And, yeah. and the agendas are being shown. And, and mm. um, 
which is a great thing, especially leading into an election, because you, you want people to vote, but you want people to vote with what they believe in, not what someone's telling them to, to vote on. You know, like it, you, you should you should use the voter's guide, but don't use that for that's what I'm voting for. You know, right. use the voter's guide to guide you in a, in a path or kind of help you along the way. It's not telling you. You must vote this way, you know. Like I don't, I'm, I'm not even telling anyone listening to vote a certain way. I just we're telling, we're pr- pretty much saying what we believe in, what we would vote or how we would vote, you know, and mm-hmm. and why we even do so. Because, you know, I took that that privilege for granted for many years. I didn't, I didn't do it. Um, thought it was a waste of time. Um, but now, growing up and and getting a little more you know, a little more wisdom or knowledge or maybe just a little more, just opening my eyes a little more and realizing, like, hey, what what I do does kind of matter, not just mm-hmm. for myself, but all these people that are with me or walking along with me or beside me, you know? Yeah. All right. You had some scripture you were going to share. Oh, on. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, along that same line, I just kind of had something, uh, something kind of silly, a little lighter. Um, reading... A devotion with my with my kids um it was it was probably about two weeks ago now um it was in numbers chapter 22 and it was uh, the story of balaam and his donkey mm-hmm. and i thought it was when reading the devotion to my kids in my head I, I you know ultimately didn't didn't tell my kids this when when we were reading it but in my head i was like oh man i gotta remember i gotta remember this so i can uh bring it up or at least tell justin and um uh, see if we could even talk about it on the podcast because at this time we weren't talking about voting yet we didn't we weren't really on that topic that we were going to do it yet um but i just thought it was funny to get to get this you know it's always the holy spirit's timing but um balaam balaam ultimately starts in in chapter 22 it starts the story starts in verses 21 it kind of reads out through through the through the chapter um, but Balaam is is ultimately making a decision to move forward um, on on a on without the Lord's consent at this point, mm-hmm. and uh, he's riding a donkey, and the donkey sees uh, the you know the angel of the Lord in front of him and veers away. Balaam at this point hadn't seen him. He he beats the donkey. They get back on their path. The donkey does the same thing again, but this time kind of crushes Balaam's foot. Beats the donkey again. Now a third time the donkey gets, uh, you know, now can't go anywhere because the angel of the Lord's basically right in front of them. The donkey bows and and uh, Balaam goes to beat him again, and and the Lord gives the donkey words like the, so the donkey speaks um, to Balaam saying, you know, what have I done? You know, have wouldn't there be a reason for me doing this? You know, because mm. um, I've always been so loyal to you before. Or so in my head, I was like, oh, you know, and at that point, Balaam now opens his eyes or the Lord opens him to see. He can see the angel of the Lord with a sword in front of him. Like, like, you know, basically you can't go any farther. And the only reason your life spared is because of this donkey. So in my in my like kind of when I'm reading the devotion, I had those thoughts like, oh, man, like the Lord's totally using the donkey. You know, like in my in my head, I go to the left side because they're the donkey. <laughs> he's using the donkey to kind of open our eyes or even open those people on the left's eyes to see what's in front of us or what could what that path is leading to and ultimately if Balaam would have continued that path was destruction like he was going right. to be killed at that point it was, it was going to be the end of Balaam mm-hmm. but the donkey got his attention enough and long enough for him to focus on front so the only way he's able to move forward is by ultimately he bows to the Lord's will and, and, and then the Lord says, okay, now we can move. And then he's able to move forward with the Lord's permission and, and use, you know, in, in the right way of doing things rather than uh, moving under his own will and own power, which he was doing before and the donkey had to kind of focus him. So, I, you know, that's kind of what I've said for even the coronavirus in general. It's been kind of a purging of things. Mm. And I feel like, the Lord's kind of using the talking donkey on us right now, like kind of getting our attention to focus on what should we should be focusing on, you know. So, right. um, but yeah, that's kind of the kind of the silly thought I had for for the talking donkey. But it's crazy that there's mention of a talking donkey in the Bible, you know. Right. It's not just Shrek. See. Yeah. <laughs>
the Shrek have a song that we could get you We're to not sing going Nick? there. We're not going <laughs> to sing that either. Yeah. <laughs> Finding Nemo last week. <laughs> no, but that's, it's that, it was that disobedience, right, that Balaam had because um, God gave him specific directions. Yeah. So it was that disobedience. And one could argue that we're in disobedience as a country right now. Mm-hmm. But I like how you pointed out in this, um, obviously in the scripture here, but also in the people that you know that are kind of even looking at like, you know why? Why is why 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 are you saying this? Mm-hmm. Like, where's this going? People are starting to analyze a little bit more. Not enough of them by any means, but people are starting to look and pay attention because there's implications that are taking place, you know, in our country during this election, and even how some movements are taking place and they're being allowed. Yeah. Um, that you know it, you can't you can't peel it back, mm-hmm. right? You can't peel it back. So it's I like that I like that parallel. All right, let's uh, let's do some closing comments, and then uh, I got some websites and stuff that we'll share, uh, and then we'll do some closing comments. So uh, what I wanted to share is to, information for, for, for you all to go out and do your research so that you can look up your elected uh, officials, whoever the incumbents are, and then even people that are um, um, looking to, that are seeking nomination. Um, you could go to Craig Huey. Dot com. It's C-R-A-I-G-H-U-E-Y.com, and that's Craig Huey, uh, and he's the one that we got uh, the voter guides from. Uh, church's voter guides are from him. Uh, he's got all kinds of good information on there, different voter guides for whatever county you're in, because uh, Nick, you're in Los Angeles County. Yeah. Yeah, so you, can, you can, whatever county you're in, you can get the voter guide. Like Nick said, it's not necessarily a map to how to vote. But it, 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 he does a great analysis on each, um, each candidate and gives them a little bit of a ranking. Um, he has a, a couple of good things that he mentions on, on his website, too, that are worth looking up, um, specifically when it talks about a judicial activist and a constitutionalist, which are the two different types of people that um, operate. Um, you know, the judicial activist is looking to pro, pro, you know, propagate their own moral beliefs and their agendas on, on the law. And the constitutionalist is looking to use the law as that measuring stick. Uh, and that's a big thing when we look at, you know, who we're going to elect. And that's something that's going to be important. So if you go to CraigQE.com, you know, there's a lot of good information there. When you want to look up your incumbents or people that are, that are running for office, uh, definitely go to Congress.gov, Congress.gov. Uh, and there you can look at any bills that were passed, anything that they voted for. You can actually get some in-depth research on each of the candidates. And then you can also go to house.gov and it has a bunch of like activities and news and you can look up uh, the different people and see what they've done and even, you know, what they're putting out there for themselves. Um, I found it odd that, you know, a lot of these people had, you know, pictures of themselves on the, on their, on their individual uh, portions of the site. And it showed them with a bunch of like little kids from all different races and like, Oh, this is our community and I care about the community and you go and do a little research, and it, sounds, it turns out that they're a huge advocate for abortion, right? So yeah. you're, you're, you're okay with, uh, you know, you're all about your community, but you want some population control, <laughs> right? <laughs> so check out those two, um, those three resources. It'll help you kind of at least look at what your conscience is to make sure that you're aligning with your conscience and you can vote your conscience, but also align them with your values. Um, you know, for us, it's our faith in, in, in Jesus Christ to make sure that you know, our values are aligned with, with the biblical values um, while voting our, con- our our conscience. So I wanted to share those with you. Yeah, and we're not voting a pastor in these, you know, positions. We're, we're voting for, like you said, out of our conscience, the best we can. Uh, you know, align them the best we can. You yeah. know, like they're not going to be perfect. Right. They're still human. Yeah. It's just like if you're trying to vote yourself in, you're not, there's going to be a lot of faults and cracks, you know, and. And you can't, like uh, like the verse was saying, you know, like in, in Titus where it was talking about we were foolish, we were disobedient. Right. You know, we can't, we can't be so quick to judge someone's outer appearance because we either once were or we could still be that just putting on a front. You know, like it's, there's so many, so many um, areas that we can fall into uh, feeling like we're, we're not voting the right way or could, the vote doesn't matter or whatever it is, but it, but we can get it as close as possible to, to our conscience or to our morals and beliefs. So 
the, the important part is voting. You know, right. that's the whole reason we have that opportunity. We have to take it. Amen. Amen. All right, what do you got? Closing notes. Nick Benson. Uh, closing notes. Um, man, actually, one thing I wanted to mention because actually, Pastor brought it up was October is Pastor. Oh yeah, Pastor appreciation. Good call. Yeah, good call. So, uh, we love you, Pastor. Amen. You're, I, I doubt you're listening, right? But, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's Pastor's Appreciation Month. I think the 11th is actually Pastor's Appreciation Day, if I'm not mistaken. But either way, this whole month of October is uh, is is Pastor's Appreciation Day. So reach out to your pastor, no matter who it is. Uh, write them a letter. Um, re- somehow let them know that you're uh, praying for them, that you appreciate them. Uh, that is Sunday, October 11th. Yeah, appreciate Pastor's Appreciation Day. So um, yeah, I, th- I think it's just a good. We should do that always. We th- right. our, our pastor should always be in our prayer. Our pastors should always. Be appreciated, but uh, if there's a way you can show it a little outwardly or overly this month, uh, I encourage you to do so, especially during these times. Um, speaking for our pastor, he's gone, gone above and beyond um, in fighting for us, keeping us safe, mm. uh, being bold and uh, standing up and being available for for all of us, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's he hasn't slowed down. If anything, I think I feel like he's. He's kind of picked up, you know, right. where he, he kind of got a fire under him even more than he already had, which I think he already had an, an amazing uh, obedience to, to what the Holy Spirit calls him to do. But mm-hmm. um, with this trying time of 2020, I know uh, I appreciate him um, more than ever because he, he has opened his doors. He has stood up. He has yeah. been, um, you know, a godly example that, you know, for for me, for me personally, I know I need it, but we all need a, a godly example in our lives and someone to kind of uh, where Paul says, "Imitate me, while I imitate Christ." Yep. He wasn't saying like, "Be me." He no. was saying, "Hey, try to be like Christ, just like I'm trying to be like Christ." You mm-hmm. know, or if you need a, an example to follow, follow how I'm trying to follow Him. You know, so I feel like Pastor is that for me. You know, and uh, as he imitates Christ, I imitate as well you know we're just saying yeah amen yeah definitely love my pastor that's our shepherd um, a godly man mm-hmm. you know not not many people can say that they have a you know a godly man to look up to mm-hmm. uh, but is also their pastor yeah um, somebody that you know tremendously uh, respect and i don't i don't say that lightly because you know i don't i don't hand out my respect yeah. to many people anyways yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's hard it's hard earned right, right. um but he's he's uh definitely at the top of that list man no sure. doubt yeah. all right what else you got uh i want to yeah i want to do another one of those little poll look question things you got a poll by duty I nick got a poll by duty nick who does number two work for <laughs> uh, i actually so, got that one <laughs> and credit to nick it's not a chick flick yeah we're not going over chick flicks but we're still going to be not real I'm going to go out on a limb here. All right. So what is your favorite superpower? Or if you could choose one superpower, what would it be? Uh, I would say invisibility. All right. What's me, yours? Me? Yeah. I, I'm a Flash fan, so I think I'd go super speed. All right. So Super speed. Super speed. All right. So the question is, Super Speed, Super Nick, Speed, Speedy Nick, versus Invisible Justin. Who would win? So that's the question for the listeners. I want to know who would win in a battle between the invisibility or the Super Speed. So I feel like uh, you got to pitch yours on why, and then why I would win. Yeah, one sentence. Well, Super Speed. One sentence one why sentence. I would beat an invisible person? Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you have to fight me, but yeah, go ahead, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Just turn violent on Right? Go ahead. One sentence. Um, man, I want to say because you wouldn't catch me, but I guess I wouldn't really see you either. So I can't see me. Yes. I'm, That's my sentence. You I'm going to leave this to the, to, the, to the listeners. I don't, I, I, you can't see me, Nick. Yeah. You can't 
can't even talk to me right now. You can't see me. But I can like travel back in time. I oh, whoa, whoa. Speed force <laughs> no, no, action. No, 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 yeah. no, no. You said you, you did flash? Dude, hold on. You said you have speed, <laughs> Nick. Speed force. You didn't say that you could travel in time. <laughs> I could break time barriers with my speed force. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> Watch the flash. Come on. Hold on. You can't travel in time. You yeah. just said you have speed. Okay, you have super speed. It has nothing to do with time travel. Why do you think Sonic can travel? Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah, super speed. <laughs> what? I'm winning. Sonic I don't the... care what you say. I'm winning this one. Right, that's fine. <laughs> I, guys, give Nick a win. <laughs> give Nick a win. <laughs> give Nick a win. I don't want any courtesy votes either. Right? But seriously, you can't see me. Like you just, you just said, I have can't speed. See me. You have speed. And then all of a sudden it turned into time travel, and then now you have Thor. Now you have Thor's hammer. Invisible. Now you have Thor's hammer. Yeah, I, yeah. If it beats you, <laughs> if it's needed to beat you, that's what I'm gonna have. Right. Oh man. All right. So that's the that's our, that's our that's our poll. Nick, super speed, time traveling, Thor hammer swinging, cheating. <laughs> Against my <laughs> my invisibility, so you guys let us know who you. <laughs> this is crazy. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> who do, who do you think uh, who do you think wins? All right, uh, Nick, you wanna you wanna pray us out, brother? Yes, sir. Uh, dear Jesus, um, thank you for today. Thank you for blessing us and watching over us. And we just thank you for um, this time we've had to be able to talk and and share about why we vote and why we think it's important to vote and, and we pray that anyone listening um, could be encouraged by by what we've shared and uh, we pray that we they were also entertained and had a good time listening to we just pray that um, you can continue to use this podcast um, for your glory and we just pray that um, also for our listeners that um, you can touch touch um, them and, and work through their lives and we pray that you can empower them and, and encourage them to to also be that that salt and light um, in their world and in in their community and in their family. And we just pray that you can enlighten enlighten us all and, and uh, empower us all as we uh, walk through man this dark world. We just pray that you can give us the power to to not only cast our vote when when election time comes, but also pray that we can stand up for 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 you and for what we believe in on a daily basis and we just thank you for your love and and grace and and mercy on us and we just um look forward to what you have in store for us we look forward to what you plan to do with uh with our families with this podcast and we just pray that uh, it glorifies you and we thank you again for this opportunity we thank you for this time together and we just pray that you can watch over us and our families and and just keep us all safe and, and healthy through these times. We thank you. We love you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Go out and vote. Quit messing around. Right. Go out and vote. Oh, did we give the date? Don't say that. No. Okay, real quick. The voter dates. Um, you can register online up until the 19th of October. It has to be, if you're going to mail it in, it has to be postmarked by the 19th for your registration. Uh, but And you can do it in person on, on the 3rd. Also, the absentee, uh, an absentee request has to be in by the 27th of October. And then uh, it has to be sent in by, uh, has to be yeah, received by November 3rd. And then obviously you can uh, do the same thing on November 3rd. So make sure you go out and vote. Uh, don't forget that Jesus loves you, and so do we. Thank you for listening to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. We hope and pray this episode has brightened up your day. We appreciate you. And if possible, please post or share with anyone that may enjoy our podcast. Thank you, and God bless. Hello, and welcome to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, where Nick Benson and my dad, Justin Moss, talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world. Hello and welcome to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, where Nick Benson and my dad Justin Moss talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world.